December 26, 2010. It's a lot from Pedro Show.
Sunday after Christmas, Saturday. Brother Matt, how you doing? Good, very good. Uh, let's see, we started off with impressions live. John Coltrane along with Eric Dolphy, 1961. I think in uh, Sweden? Either Sweden or Denmark. And then we heard uh, Loud Fast Rules by the Stimulators. Something from uh, New York City in the old days. Pretty cool. Uh, punk, I guess maybe late 70s, early 80s. Uh, the drummer was Harley Flanagan. He's 12 years old. Which you just wow. heard there. Man. Which brings us to our guest, Brother Matt. Yeah, what a segue. Welcome to Nick. Nick hey, Aguilar. Hey, hey. It's hey. a Mike. young Pedro musician here, representing the future here of our musical scene. Stick man with the beaten hand. Yeah. Yep. Welcome. Welcome aboard. See, I'm impressed. Um, Nick's, Nick's uh, you said you're in eighth grade, right? Yeah. So it's Christmas vacation. He's right. got a big old book he's reading. Check out that book he's reading yeah. for his vacation it's entertainment. Yeah. My class rods. <laughs> a band could be your life. Yeah. Cool. Which is in a song that Dee Boone sings, but nothing against Dee Boone, but he didn't write that. <laughs> I couldn't, uh, the bass line was too difficult, so, uh, actually I've been just asked to uh, go to a school, I think it's going to be January 16th, day before I go on tour with Stooges and teach them a Stooges song and a Minuteman song, and that's Pigeon. the that's song they asked for was History Lesson. Check out what I got for oh, Christmas That's a nice here. song. Wow. Oh. Yeah. You want to get that's it to me? That's the label of uh, yeah, Double man. Nickels. Yeah. yeah. You know who gave this to me? No. My mom. Your mom. Pretty darn cool, huh? Yeah, Brother Matt's, for you people with the words I view only, he's wearing a t-shirt that's the label, well, one of the four labels on the Double Nickels on the Dime Double album. And it's the one with uh, Dee Classic Anchor. Yeah. Dee Boone's hand. I think it was green on white. Yeah, yeah. That's black on white. Is it... uh, Punk Rock Fish Store downtown now. Bad Fish, something like that. I think it's got it's records and clothes. Rec- yeah, yeah, yeah. They got all kinds I of stuff check in there. That place. Is there fish in there? They got some cool tanks, it looks like. I don't know if they sell them, but uh, I just Brady. looked in there. It's pretty Mike cool. Brad Brady had that Two Cats thing on 7th Street. Uh-huh. That's his place now. Well, right on, He's Mike actually Brady. from cool. the hill, I think, but uh-huh. makes the hell right. Making something happen. Down to Pedro. He's been in Pedro a while, you know, that 7th Street, like uh-huh. I said. In fact, Dose played that Two Cats once, kind of like an art gallery. And then there was a show going on while we did the gig of uh, flyers from the old days, mm. which I never kept any of the, all those Minuteman flyers I made. I made like uh-huh. 40 or 50 of them out of pieces of newspaper. I never thought of keeping any of them. Uh, yeah, who'd have thunk? Anyway, so Brother Matt is impressed. Nick, yep. that you're on vacation, you're reading. What's that about? <laughs> well... I honestly don't really like to read that much, but when it's something like I'm really interested in, like listen, uh, reading about bands that I enjoy, and it's really a good page turner that I really like reading a lot. Mostly reading the Minor Threat, the Black Flag, and the Minutemen sections. It's a really good book. <laughs> yeah, Michael did that. They weren't really talking about those days a lot. I remember there was something on the PBS, I think, about 
Sex Pistols to Nirvana and like nothing in between. Mm. Uh-huh. It was like ridiculous. But, was when the first people started talking about those days. But when it was starting to happen and going to those shows, you could sense there was something magical and cool. And uh, some people had some foresight to document some stuff like... Uh, like Marty's got all kinds of pictures now. Marty Lyons, Dave Markey, oh, yeah. Dave Markey got some righteous films. Yeah. Um, so yeah, for. Uh, but not me. I was a fucking. Idiot. I didn't see any of that. We were all in the moment. I just I never thought You're of that. Giving stuff. them all something to do. <laughs> and uh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff. I just. Well, it's all right. It's all right. I mean, we were honest about it, and uh, didn't know how long it could last. You know, it's just try to hardest, try to hardest. And everything that went in those days uh, has gone into making me what I am today. I have to write a forward for the, there's a book version of Ujami Kano coming out. Like, right, yeah. Well, I got to check that. So Keith was by the other day. That's right. Got some pictures and stuff. Yeah, I visited with Marty Lyon. Um, so anyway, you're interested in this book. Yeah. So that's why you're reading it. Uh huh. Now, what makes you interested in this book? Because it's just mostly the bands I like to listen to. Oh, so you're into music? Yeah. <laughs> when did you get into music? Um, well, I got into music when I was probably about five, and it was because my dad was playing uh, Rush on his uh in his car, and I really got hooked on it. The first song I heard was a uh, new. Talk World. about the band from Canada. Yeah. It was a the song was called New World Man and I like started singing along to it and I really liked it and then they were my first concert that I saw I think the year was 2007 that I saw them another time and those were some really good concerts that I went to 2007 uh uh then it was some time after you started singing in the car yeah <laughs> Right? Yeah. Okay. Because you're how old now? Uh, 13. Yeah. So you saw that gig when you were 10? Um, yeah, if I remember. I was, I was 10. So you were singing that Rush song for five years? Uh, mostly. See, I'm giving you a little math quiz here. <laughs> no vacation. <laughs> no recess. When did you get your first drum set? Um, actually... Um, well, I was going to get into that. Yeah. Yesterday. When did you think about just go from listening to music to make it? Well, the real story was when I first started to play drums, my uh, dad. Did he, you want to be that rush drummer? He's one of my favorites, Neil Peart, or Pert, as most people call him. Yeah, I really wanted to be like him, but I really got into drums when my dad's friend, who lived down the, the alleyway, he had a drum set in his garage, and I started playing on it. I said, Dad, I want to do that. So for Christmas, when I was 10, I'm trying to remember. Well, three years from yesterday is when I started playing drums. So like three years exactly after yesterday. After that rush gig or before the rush gig? It was uh, after that rush gig. Okay, so you got to see the man play. Yeah, I liked it a lot. So it would have been Where was it at? It was at the, the Verizon Wireless Amphitheater so in Irvine. So it was kind of small, probably. Yeah. yeah. Were you far away? Yeah. Uh, well, actually, I think I was in the Lodge section, kind of like in the middle of the uh, Lodge or Lodge or whatever people call it. Yeah. Yeah. So a uh, good light show? Yeah. Okay. It was like a lot of green lights going everywhere. It was pretty cool. 
You have a lot of pieces in his drum set? Yeah, I think he has like, I don't know, probably more than 30. Did that set in the alleyway have 30 pieces? Uh, not really. Okay. <laughs> what if you something? still wanted to hop on and ride? Yeah. <laughs> Did he play? Did you watch him play? Yeah. It's your dad's butt buddy, huh? Jam buddy? Uh, wait. Um, well, yeah. Did he play yeah. him or did he just had him sitting in the garage? No, he played him. He wasn't, he was a bass player though. Oh. And he had a son who played guitar and he was really good. I used to play with him, but then I moved away. But right now I'm jamming with this guy. His name's uh, Victor Peta. He's 19 years old, and he's into uh, a lot of punk music. He usually likes to listen to uh, Black Flag and the Circle Jerks, and that's the music that we usually kind of cover. He's really good, too. But... When you first got on those drums, what did you try to play, The Rush? Uh, I kind of just tried to play the stuff that they, uh, that, that they played because I wasn't even as nearly as good as the drummer from Rush. Yeah, well, you were just starting. Did you, did you get lessons? <laughs> um, I got, well, I, I played by myself when, for like, about six months, and then I got lessons, like, six months until I was playing drums. It was at Gray School of Music. Oh, yeah, alien. Yeah. And you were still playing the kit? Yeah. Or did you have your own yet? No, I had my own. For uh, I got my first drum set on Christmas, like, from yesterday. So. Three years ago, yesterday. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so what are some of your other musical highlights? Hmm... Well, let me just tell you, like, like Rush wasn't kind of like the only band that I kind of got into. It was mostly, um, well, that was what I usually listen to. I listen to a lot of classic rock, like Zeppelin and Black Sabbath. I don't really listen to Zeppelin as much as I used to, but now I still listen to a lot of Black Sabbath because they're kind of still like the metal band that I feel like put it out there. So and what Sabbath album you like? My favorite one is probably either going to be Paranoid or their debut one. Because the songs on that are just like long and heavy, and just the lyrics like are awesome. And I got into punk mostly because of the Minutemen. Um, because I saw you play the first time I saw you play, Mike, was in uh, May 2009. It was like a couple days after my birthday. It was with the Missing Man at D Piazza, and I just got hooked on it. Yeah. Yeah. And then Pete so gave you me... you hadn't heard punk before that? Not really. And then Pete gave me... Um, Just old rock. Yeah. Then, wow. Because that was my dad wasn't doing that. Oh, then, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And then Pete gave me um, your uh, opera, The Second Man's Mole Stand. He gave me... double. Pete Mason, so Oregon player for a second. Yeah. Uh, he gave me the MC5, Kick Out the Jams. I really like... I was into that. That's what got me into them, too. And then Double Nickels on the Dime. And then, yeah, then that's when I played Picnic, Say No Picnic, the Minutemen song with you. What about your your friends at school, like the, Victor there? He knows punk. Well, he's, I got him, uh, well, I didn't even, I would have never even met him if it wasn't for my friend Brandon, because he lives by him. And then, like, my friend Brandon told him that I played with you, and he thought that was really cool. So then we started playing. Oh, no, you should talk about that. Uh, right, brother man? Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, well, uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, wait, uh, it was at D Piazza's, right? Yeah, it was at D Piazza, and then that's when how I was the punk. Um, how long ago? That was about a year ago. It was in November. In, yeah. It was November. It was November. Give Jeff. 
Welcome aboard. Hey. Jeff has arrived on the scene. Big Nick. Merry so Christmas. Merry he's Christmas. Given, <laughs> he's given the uh, report. The uh, story of his uh, music rock. Yeah. So and this is the first time uh, he got on stage and played with me and the second man, right? Yeah. That was like... We did a Minuteman song, right? Yeah. Where was it? It was at D Piazza's in Long oh, Beach. Yeah. It was It was pretty cool. I thought I did pretty good that night. I was, like, nervous out of my mind, though. Just, like, seeing the way uh, Jerry played with you guys, I was like, wow. <laughs> I got really freaked out. Yeah, your pop had asked me, hey, how about let Nick aboard? <laughs> and I thought, well, yeah, man, if he's into it. Didn't know what it would be like. But then you got up there. What was it? This ain't no picnic? Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, so some other times. Ah, uh, yeah, there was a time with uh, the missing man at Harold's when I got into there. I mean, and uh, I that was some other songs. One of those fake mustaches to get into these places. <laughs> Uh, there's a, that's another story that I don't really want to get into. They, they were closed yeah. for a little while. I, little they were, man, they yeah, had the license yeah. suspended, but they're back. What they, happened? I don't know. Yeah. Well, I just was pedaling by there and problems. it was closed. And then I pedaled by there a few days later. Yeah, I played a little man with a gun in his hand and the Gloria man. That was like the favorite time I probably played. With the... So he's played with two of my trios. Yeah. So you got a pretty big repertoire. <laughs> a little bit. I think you did Anxious Mofo. No, I never did that one. No, yet. with the missing man. Uh uh-uh. uh What'd you do? Gloria Man. Yeah, Gloria Man. That one. And a little man with a gun in his head. Yeah, cool. I learned that song. And I think once, but you might have done Picnic. No. Yeah. Uh, no, not with them. Tom Watson never learned it. Yeah. You never did. No. Yeah, me and Victor have been trying to like play some. <laughs> I mix minute. them up. Yeah. I mix it up, and maybe what four times? Um. Probably about five or six, maybe. There was that time at the Triart second right. one. That was cool. So, uh, yeah. Been on stage a bunch with Yeah, the, very cool. Yeah, I've, I've seen him. I saw him at the Triarts. Tri I saw him at Harold's maybe more than once. Probably. At Harold's. But anyway. Uh, no, I was only played I there I think one was Missing Man and one was Second Man at Harold's. No, it was only. Really? It was only Harold's. Then it's Long Beach. Mm-hmm. It was only Long Beach at the second one. A couple times, though. Yeah, that was probably like three. Three <laughs> times. He yeah. smokes, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah he rocks, rocks. Rock so so what, what did the, the other uh, people at school listen to? They, um, I was like kind of the only person, like, uh, who a, lo- a little people knew classic rock, but they didn't listen to it that much because of their parents, and they've heard of the bands and stuff, but... No one has ever really heard of punk until like my uh my friend I showed my like there's only one kid who really listens to it a lot with me his name uh my my friend Brandon you remember him Yeah you mean yeah, young kids at your school don't listen to punk music No not really they listen to more of the mainstream if they listen to rock or anything it's like mainstream it's never anything oh, older What's mainstream Kind of like Linkin Park and Nickelback and bands like those yeah. So you get to be like a pioneer turning them on to cool new yeah, stuff. Technically. Yeah, um, <laughs> How do you do What do you listen to the records? You listen yeah, to Yeah, I listen Minutemen to records. Well, like, yeah, I listen to like a lot of the old Minutemen stuff. I, I've, I you said know. she had them in that. 
You jam Internet. along. You got the kit right yeah, there. Yeah, I got the it with my headphones, and I just uh-huh. play along with them. And I, um, another one of my favorite punk bands has, has to be Black Flag because I've been getting them, getting into them a lot. Robo. Mm. And Billy Stevenson. Yeah, he's and last so was uh, Anthony. Yeah, For a little time Bill they Stevenson had uh, Chuck Biscuits and uh, uh, that was on that was on that one album. They only he only Chuck ain't on any albums. He's not. No, I he, he, he had recorded on all of uh, "Slip It In" with him, but it was never released. And oh. Emil's only on the TV party single. And then the first forty-five had a guy named uh, Migdal. Oh, mm. uh, one of my, the drummer for uh, uh, the Circle Jerks, Lucky. The yeah. first one, yeah, he was really good. Just the way, because I saw clips from the decline of the Western Civilization movie, that punk Ooh, documentary. Excellent. Yeah, YouTube. Just, yeah, on YouTube. Oh my God, that was just when I saw them play. That's when I like fell in love with the Circle Jerks. Just the way Keith Morris, the way he like moved on stage and the way he just looked at you. Yeah, that look in He's his eyes. He's got a new band called Off. Off, yeah, yeah. they're they're good. I saw them. I got played some more. I think I played one song on the show. I'll play another one. But let's play some music right now. You know I never got along with your friends Cause you were too fucking jealous of the fuck But I was the one who made you mellow I don't blame you, babe But let just get it clean, you're not my girl I'm gonna run away from your positive submission Gonna try to explain to you just a mission mission Do you like to play? Well, I'm not a fucking you're not my girl
your pillows has a flow There's paranoia, tears a hole Cool it down, swallow Don't in no sight, encroach from the mind Get engines to the doors and just tend to whine There's back more lines than it could fit in Found a chemical balance and the sun got dim self-evident that all men are created equal.
Nick was asking me uh, if I was a fan of Black Flag, and I, I just said, well, man, I got a story about the first time I heard him. I just got a job at the L.A. Weekly. I just moved down from Seattle, and it was total culture shock. You know, L.A. Weekly was full of, like, you know, just uh, a lot of punkers and hippies. And My first day at, on the job, 9 o'clock in the morning, somebody... Uh, Passes me a joint and asks me if I wanted a mixed drink, and I like what? what holy, they didn't. They uh, the person that had hired me from long distance, I'd interviewed, and uh, I got the call. Yeah, come on down. Well, uh, she'd had a nervous breakdown, was nowhere to be found. <laughs> they go, well, we guess we can put you to work. And then this uh, cute punk rock girl, uh, Robin, comes bopping across the office. You know, I was kind of eyeing her. And she just puts the headphones on me. I think it was Rise Above or something. Uh. Just, you know, with her Walkman. And I was like, whoa! I'd never heard anything that intense. Hardcore is the word. That was the first Black Flag song I heard. It was from a video game, actually. Uh, It was a Tony Hawk game. (laughs) Yeah, skate games. I met him. He's pretty tall. Yeah. They got a picture of of, uh, Black Flag playing in the steps at Pedro High. They played at lunchtime. In fact, the girl who put on the show got suspended for doing it. Yeah, they were never welcome back. <laughs> it's fucked up time. Yeah, it's all. Yeah, punk, punk was uh, not so uh, yeah. embraced. Was it like Didn't almost... Have the big nurturing hug. Quite a trail. Were like all the SST bands almost like kicked out of the whiskey? Like they were banned from there, but the Fear got Minutemen back in one time? Well, the got us in there the first time. Oh, yeah? Yeah, we weren't allowed to play there. We were... We were told we were, were a violent SST band, so then wow. <laughs> fear asked us to open up. Yeah, they have like that punk sound, but not so angry. <laughs> I don't know; it's pretty angry. <laughs> you know, let's have a war. Yes. Yeah. 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 The most kind song, or uh, we destroy the family, or TV uh, party. Camp. No, it's black. That was black flag. Oh, oh, yeah. oh you're talking about here now? Okay, yeah. <laughs> TV Party was kind of a comedy song. Yeah, that song was funny. That was the one that got a lot of airplay for them on the K-Rock, Rodney, and all that. Rodney would play a lot of Black Flag on Sundays. Yeah. He was a good cat about that. I've been listening to the song Slipping In a lot, because I just like the guitar on it, mostly. That album? That's the first album, I think, with K. Yeah, it is. She Uh, came in 84. Yeah. Got it down. Man, yeah, I was yeah, going to say. I, I know. <laughs> well, who's, who's the bass player on My War? 
Oh, dang it. I'm trying to remember. Um, well, it says on the album cover, Dale Nixon, but in reality, it's, I'll tell you after some music. Если просто хочешь быть со мной Не пытайся понять, что я такой Просто дай мне руку и забудь обо всем И, возможно, до утра с тобой мы будем двоим Я не знаю, что такое я в тебе нашел Но сегодня до утра мы будем петь рок-н-ролл Не пытайся понять, как меня зовут Гадать, как меня зовут, это бесполезный труд Просто дай мне руку и пей со мной Возможно, ты поймешь, кто я такой Я не знаю, что такого я в тебе нашел Но сегодня до утра мы будем петь Хочешь быть со мной Просто дай мне руку и танцуй под луной И возможно ты поймешь, кто я такой Я не знаю, что такого я в тебе нашел Но сегодня до утра мы будем петь Train. 
bought from Pedro Show. Uh, that was uh, from Coffee to Tequila by Cien, <laughs> Cianicas Vasilis, a Greek cat. And before that, we had Brains by The Chemicals. I think they're Portland. And uh, Des Trains ahead of that from Crabba. Crabba's a Montreal, Quebecois band. Ahead of that was uh, Stooges live from uh, September a few months ago in uh, upstate New York with Penetration. And we started off with a band from Russia called Beer Season and a tune called If You Want To. So, Dale Nixon is the bass player listed on my war. Uh-huh. And that's a nom de plume. You know nom de plume? Mm. That's in French. Uh, pen name. Huh? Like uh, alias? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Craig Ginn. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> Mostly. Now you know. Yeah. He's been playing a lot of bass, I hear. He's got one, a few bands there in Taylor, Texas, and one of them he mainly play, plays bass in. I almost saw him play with uh, one of his bands at Deep Piazza, but I had to leave. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of tough, right, because of the age limit. Yeah. Stupid shit. They sell uh, beers at baseball games, and got young people drunk can go there, but you're not allowed to go to uh, oh. uh, see music because there's uh, beers being sold there. Yeah. Uh, Doesn't really make a difference. No. Right? Yeah, but so that limits your music. Totally. That's so like, like some of these places where you came in to play with us, you had to sneak, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like the only place was Harold's, so then it was... Try art. Maybe that's why they got the yeah. <laughs> suspension of their liquor license. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I don't know. Well, yeah, but Dan- Danny Lou. Uh, he's the man, huh? Yeah. Danny Lou. He's been, he's been uh, making a lot of all-ages shows in Pedro, which is pretty good. There's going to be this one in January that's going to have On the Five and uh, Stone at Heart, I that's think. Siva. She's bass player in that band. Yeah, he's a total hero Big for jazz. making Where's that going to be? I think the Sunken uh, Skates. There's a yeah, warehouse thing that's in where the it's back of 7th Street. So we're going to play there in February. Nice. Bar Ave. Yeah, you also just announced that you're going to play in, with Second Man in Deep Piazzas in February, huh? The week before that gig for Craig Bar. Mm. Uh, we're at the end of the first hour, December 26, 2010. We'll have the theater show. Hold tight for hour two. 20 showered got yeah, out sorry the for the last no minute. it's no problem I wanted to do another early one yeah all you folks there it's uh, 11.05 a.m. we started <laughs> 10 and a half huh well, it's just uh, Jeff uh, December 26 2010 it's the second hour of the Watt from Pedro show
from Pedro Show. Started the second hour off with Memory by Wakine and uh, yours truly on the bass. Uh, the little period between uh, end of the Japanese, the third operator November and then the Yukahanda Nels Klein wedding. I found myself in Tokyo at Professor Andy's pad for five, six days and uh, I got a chance to jam with the the Wakine uh, group, uh, Brother Cat, Brother Ken, the Nucleus, but uh, turned out to be like 13 uh, musicians there, and it was a righteous time. Uh, maybe three straight hours jamming with those cats. I loved it. Then we heard Secretary Song by the Go Team, something new from their uh, album that comes out next month. Um... So Tommy from Deerhoof is doing the singing there. And Miss Yuko, too, from Migu. I think she's buried in there somewhere. <laughs> um, 
Then we heard uh, Hold Yourself by El May. And then two things that are going to be coming out uh, on my uh, label, Clench Wrench. Uh, first was Joy Fuzz by Il Sogno de Marnaio, which is um, a trio I'm part of with uh, Andrea Belfi, Stefano Pelia, two great Italian musicians. Uh, we made that album last year in Italy and uh, just got mastered as uh, well as the uh, fourth Dose album. And we heard a song from uh, that called Number Eight by Dose uh, starring Ombrito, uh, Kay's little uh, Bijon Fissé on the lead vocal there. Uh, now we got... Uh, Brother Matt Spin Cycle with special uh, guests collaborating with him. Nick on the drums, uh, little hand drum things that Brother Matt supplied. Take it away.
about that adventure oh man that was that was a uh, pretty funky <laughs> pretty funky pretty funky train wreck there but sorry about that uh, keep you on your toes expanded your expanded your drip trip a little bit terry you ever do anything like that yeah. <laughs> sorry have you met <laughs> little you have drum circles at your school? Uh, <laughs> See, the well, Catholic school drum well, circles. Actually, actually, our school is trying to get a music program. There's a there's a drum class, kind of. It's not like a sets, but like big toms and like snares, and they bring sticks and stuff. But oh, it's only mostly the little kids, like mm. first through fifth graders. Do you know what drum circles are? Uh, you ever been to a Grateful Dead concert? No. <laughs> You'd see a few of them on, out in the parking lot. <laughs> Yeah, if you hit, people get together and hit Venice on the Sundays, yeah. I think. Venice on Sundays got the Everybody big. Everybody's beaten. That's true. Yeah. Uh, Isn't that the sacred grounds, like Wednesday's drum day or something? Where they, they, got the drum or something? they got the drum circles? Yeah. It wouldn't surprise do. me. Didn't Dose play there a while ago? Dose, yeah. Hmm. I saw Dose played there many times. I saw you play there you signed my uh second man's middle stand album first time i met you in pedro it was there at sacred grounds yeah the second one yeah yep because it was where nico's pizza was yeah that album was 
pretty new when I saw you there. Yeah, yeah, and I did some gigs there with the Money Mark and John Wicks. Is those pumpkin heads? Pumpkin heads, cool. That was right. the old building. No, no I saw Both. you at the old building. I think across well, from pumpkin heads was the new. But I saw a dose at the place Dose played both Cross from Ship Shape Tattoo Yeah, yeah Dose played twice But yeah. Pumpkin Heads played the new one mm. The new one that's been there a number of years now So uh, uh, We had some kind of technical thing And uh, Nick actually went 31 minutes there Right, brother Matt? Yeah, yeah. That, was, that was 30 minutes Yeah, powered You uh, powered the whole time Powered but uh, yeah. some technical thing and yeah, and we both don't really feel too bad him. about that. So. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, he's officially developed carpalitis now. We did it. <laughs> 30, Thirty-one Lord. minute jam. That's like a Grateful Dead drum solo. That's you know, really Almond Brothers stuff. Yeah. Now, what were you feeling, brother Matt? A little holiday funk, I guess. A little choke. Started from there, and then yeah, they had a clam bake. Oh, going, it would yeah. just turn into a big old clam Every bake. Time after I thought that. He was gonna <laughs> Train wrecks, they also call them. Watt was into it. He was banging the low end on the, the love <laughs> the seat. Over yeah, there it was definitely the, had the funkiness. Going crazy. Yeah. That was uh, yeah, the Jack Flanders <laughs> in the chair. In the chair. I would. I would have done better if I just hit. Stuff with my hands. Yeah, me too.
Watch from Pedro Show. Watch from Pedro Show. Uh, what did we hear there? Oh, we heard some of this last week. This was um, Eclairs, uh, that uh, band in France that does the klezmer, and a tune called Balkan Hick. And after that, we heard uh, Alexander Nakamura with Dos Tres. Uh, he lives in Brazil, but ethnic Japanese. Uh, dois is probably Portuguese for dos. Uh, yes. And because uh, I didn't mention dos, uh, we played that song number eight. Uh, dos is uh, just two bases for you people who don't yeah. know. Nick, you've seen dos? Uh, I almost saw him at the pizza place. Was that place all ages? Have you ever seen Dose? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> almost. Uh, almost. What dude. pizza place? It was Deep Piazza's? No, somewhere in Long Beach. Rock There's a roll, pizza place. Yeah, pizza. that ain't Long Beach. That's way up in the valley. It is? Yeah. Uh, was that all ages? What would you call it? Shit. Uh, it's, it's up there where Perkins is. It's near Reseda. Yeah, maybe Reseda. Yeah, it's all ages. It's a pizza oh, man. pad, but it's a hell ride. So I don't blame you for I that. I want to see hell ride. I haven't. I hell ride is going to be playing in Orange County, but at a Irish pub on in a strip yeah. mall in Huntington Beach. Mm. All right. Uh, oh, uh, after uh, Mr. Nakamura, we heard. Uh, Do we have a drafting teacher named that? Yeah, Dotson. Uh, you know, Dana. I knew oh, a Dana dude. Yeah. You ever heard of a bass okay. player named Toro Nakamura? No. He played on Buck Dharma's solo album. Anyway, flat out. Just, just Naka is a center? Huh? It's another word for the first kanji for China's name. Oh, anyway. It's kind of a box like this with a stick through it. It means center, but I think their, their name actually means like center kingdom. Of course. <laughs> and then we heard the whackness by Shapes. And maybe, Brother Matt, that kind of summed up this, this uh, spin cycle. Yeah, we've had some whackness. Uh, we had some whackness. <laughs> there was a lot of whacking yeah. going on. Yeah, yeah. that's some chowder. <laughs> the chowder going. Yeah. Sorry. I'm glad that that was, was a straight uh, New England? <laughs> it was probably, a, a, little, probably a combo. A Both combo. It was such a mess. <laughs> How many languages were, were whacking in there? Yeah, we tried to represent much of the globe Second. for the holiday season. Didn't I hear some French? Boxing Day, yeah, yeah, there was some French. Some um, Prince? Fr- French? <laughs> Prince. <laughs> Almost did <laughs> Prince. Yeah. <laughs> it is Boxing Day. Yeah, yeah. In England, they call it Boxing yeah. Day. And it ain't like boxing fighting. Manny Pacquiao. Yeah. It's like you... Packages. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they celebrate that in Canada, I think, too. Because they mm-hmm. they hung on a little more to the apron yeah. strings. <laughs> because I think it was like, for a time, you know, with some uh, real strict kind of uh, persuasions, Christmas, it was blasphemous to bring in the pagan stuff. So you had to wait for yeah. the next day to do the gifts. Yeah, or they blended it in over time. Yeah, but then they already <laughs> got separated out. Like, well, well, you know, we'll do the, mm. the pagan the next day. Uh-huh. Actually, I think the root of it is something called Saturnus, yeah, which yeah, is a very yeah. old... Way uh, pagan. Right, right. And it would last a couple of weeks and end up with burning the big Yule log. It meant the summer or spring was going to come someday, winter yeah. was going to be over. Because the 21st is the shortest day, and then 
start to be Starts reborn. Longer, yeah, right. So you can understand why that came about. Maybe. And maybe the blend ain't so unnatural. But when I was a boy, I always thought, I heard about Boxing Day, and I thought it was like, okay, let's yeah. throw the Gene Gossels. <laughs> of this nice stuff. Now we got to balance and get some yin for the yang and uh, start socking it up. That's uh, the end of the second hour. December 26th, Boxing Day, 2010. Watch the Pedro Show, hold tight for hours. Uh, December 26, 2010. It's the third hour of the Watt for Allow me to introduce myself. The name is Smith. I'm a private eye. And while I can tell you that, what I can't tell you is what I was doing on this dark, rainy street on the wrong side of the tracks. And I especially can't tell you what that giant octopus was doing in the street in front of me, wearing a fedora at that. Sure, the streets were wet, but a giant sea creature here on land and in this part of town, it didn't add up. You don't ask questions when a massive mollusk comes towards you, its breath reeking a squid. Now, I usually like squid when I'm sitting in a Japanese restaurant. But here on this dark, lonely street, its titanic tentacles gripping my throat, I was not so much in the mood for said aroma. You better come with me. The boss wants to see you, he said. Now when an oversized cephalopod grabs you and beckons you to go see the boss, you comply. Well, there he was, in a darkened warehouse space the gargantuan mollusk in the corner and I came face to face with the big man now you don't want to see the boss under any circumstances you dig? under any circumstances but especially not with an immense octopus in the room eyeing you menacingly and breathing the odor of inky invertebrates in your general direction good thing I had a pouch of big league chew in my pocket everybody loves big league chew I took a big handful and stuffed it in the gullet of the octopus, right underneath his beak. And as he began to chew the bubble gum, the pink bubble started to emanate not only from his mouth, but also from his suction cups on his tentacles. He blew up like a giant pink balloon and floated higher, higher out of a hole in the ceiling and off to the moon. So it was just me and the boss. And I realized right then and there that with his protection gone, the boss was a mere puppet. And when I say puppet, I'm not being figurative. I'm being literal. A marionette puppet. Craning my neck upward in the shadows, I saw on a rafter above a tiny mouse holding the strings of the marionette. Luckily, I had a rubber band in my back pocket. I pulled it out and shot it ceilingward at the solar plexus of the rodent who plummeted to his dusty demise on the floor at my feet. He looked up, breathing his last gaspy breaths, and said, Avoid a life for crime, and stay in school. When a dying puppeteer mouse tells you to do that, you eat his words. I matriculated at Ohio State, got a master's in library science, and the rest, as they say, is history. So tell me, bub, do you want to pay your library fines now, or later? Eventually... You gotta pay. We all gotta pay.
Watch from Pedro Show. Here we are, uh, keeping Nick awake. <laughs> Big Kwanzaa celebration. Big Kwanzaa beat down on the drum, beat him up. Mm. Right? <laughs> when you do your jams with your buddy, do you play that long? Uh, At a time? Little. Or you take rest? Short bursts. I'll take Let's tell the people what we started third hour with. Uh, night of the cephalopod. Cephalopod. Night of the cephalopod. What is that, an octopus? Yeah, it's like a... Yeah, it's a squid. Head, head foot. Head foot combo. Squids. Like a squid. Squids. Yeah, okay, by the fuxitos. <laughs> That's a fuxito? That's nice. Fuxito. Special outfit. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> And then we heard uh, Just Can't Be Happy by Salon Music. Yeah, that's got to be one of the best band names. People call it Salon Music. <laughs> but it was great, too. And then Dragon's Den by Position Normal. This cat in England, Chris, sent me this song. I mean, I've played a lot of Position Normal. I love that band. And he told me it was based on some show he saw. He was all disappointed, like some Merch Network show... He thought it was going to be a combination of some kind of Dungeons and Dragons thing. And it was bunk. Yeah, it ended up bunk, he said. But inspired him. Inspired fired. by bunk. Yeah, I guess. Anyway, uh, it, you got a tune out of it, at least, Chris. And then we heard uh, Leila Misriya by Hughes de Croissant. We played some of him last week. Going to World Can. Gets music from all over the place. Um, yeah, Nick. Uh, what do you think is good about music? I think uh, I like. I just. What's good about it is that there's a bunch that people, different kinds of people, can listen to, and yeah, there's a lot of different instruments that people can get into, so they can have something else to do and they can make a living out of it and just love it. I was also like, I also like, because there's just like a bunch of different kinds and most of the time it can make you feel motivated. Like whenever you're, like you can listen to this song and you could just get this weird feeling like, wow, that's awesome. That's fun. We'll see why I listen to music. That's, that's what's good about music. Yeah, okay, yeah. what do you think, uh, what's kind of wrong? Is there the things wrong with music nowadays? Um, I say nowadays because you're probably a little more familiar with them yeah. than I think that the very old most days. music is um, really like listened to mostly because they think it's catchy sometimes, like and mostly because the singer looks like is <laughs> cute or something, and that's why it's mostly why they listen to the music. Like most people, I mean, I respect the kind of music that people listen to. I particularly don't really listen to pop that much, which is kind of like the music that's like mostly listened to at my school. Oh no, what, what I meant was like, if you could change something about music that you didn't like, what would you do? Not that you would do it, but just because some big question. idiot asked you that. Yeah. I don't know, that's a, that's a tough question, maybe. Well, you were talking earlier about in your school, they're trying to get a music program. Yeah, well, we kind of do now. Um... You said it was for little kids, though. Yeah, it? it's mostly little kids. So would you want to maybe bring music more into the school? Yeah, I would, I would like that. Is that a problem? There's not enough music in the school? Yeah, 
Actually, yeah. So you said you're going to be going to a new school. Will they be having yeah, music there? Yeah, they do a lot, like uh, Peninsula. That's where I might go. They have a big music program, like a jazz band and everything. And, like, on their website, it's just a bunch of links. Like, if you go to the music, there's, like, a big page of links that says, like, how to get a band going, how to put wow, yourself cool. out there, it's stuff like that. I cannot, like, me and this guy, well, Victor, we've been playing with, we cannot find... It's so hard to find a vocalist or a bass player, and that's what we need. It's, like, been so hard. We made flyers. I made Craigslist posts. I... Everything. But, like, nothing's happening. Well, how long have you been trying? Uh, about maybe four months. Four months? Yeah, yeah maybe it takes longer than that. Yeah. Um, but some guys that I know who just, like, meet, meet each other. Well, he just graduated from high school, so. He, but he goes back to San Pedro. That's where he went. And tries to put up flyers around there. He goes to El Camino now. What about, uh, gigs? If you met gigs. people at gigs, yeah, because they might be kind of into a similar music you are, since you're both at the that's same good, show. That's a good idea. I could probably look. I could probably look into that. I'll try to get go to a lot more shows in Pedro and find some. For you, gigs are tough because of those stupid yeah, liquor laws, right? Yeah. Yes. So, Danny Lou, much respect for trying to get all ages shows yeah, going here yeah. in Pedro. Yeah, the other thing great. might be a transportation problem. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, well, he could drive. Well, he could take you. Yeah, so. Great. Forgot about that. Great. So what you would like to see changed is like more music uh, yeah, it's in like, the school. It's mostly just sports in school. That's about it. Not, like, not even art or really anything. There is, but like it's like only during school time and like it's only for an hour every Tuesday. Yeah. And that's only for a select amount of kids. Yeah. And like it rotates. and There used to be a drama. Well, there is a drama program. But, oh yeah, there is. Forget it. <laughs> but you haven't done it. I never yeah, did I, drama either I, I did it in like the oh, fourth grade, yeah. I Wait. played, uh, Who'd it you was play? a Pinocchio play. I played yeah. the cricket, Jiminy Cricket. You were Jiminy Cricket? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're kind of I did pretty good, actually. If you rub the legs, you get them uh, yeah. squeak, squeaks going. Kind of percussion section kind of trip. You think there's more opportunities in other nearby communities, like school systems in, like, say, Torrance and Pedro, Long Beach, probably? Yeah. Actually, he's at a Catholic school. One. He's not in a school yeah. system. Uh, well, yeah, okay. So. Here, let's listen to more music.
Rock from Pedro Show. Uh, we just heard uh, Japrona. No, Japorna. Hey. J-A-P-O-R-N-A. Oh. Japorna. By the Netherlands, which has got Timo Ellis. I got to play with Timo in New York City. He's uh, part of that little collective <clears throat> there, uh, Uganda. Oh. Yeah, so I'm on her birthday and stuff. He came on stage and played. Great cat. Before that, we had Massa by Adabisi Shank. Adabisi Shank's Irish band that I got to uh, tour with in October, November. Oh, they sounded really cool in your diary. They are. They're a great band. They're out of Dublin. Uh, Massa, actually, sound man, Masayuki, conked at his uh, folks' house in Niigata. Uh, I met him actually in the 2008 tour, and his mom made me the most righteous chow. I said, go ahead breakfast uh so they named a song after him he's a beautiful man he's the one closest to my age maybe early 40s was on the whole trip these guys out of bc shank in their 20s can play like motherfuckers great great band uh and fun guys i just saw laura at the he was at the el tomorrow party in uh, england and i can't wait to play with them again uh, before that, we had uh, Fool Evolved by Bygones. Bygones is a proj between uh, Nick from Terramilos. Terramilos was another band I toured before Adabisi Shank came on that uh, Japanese third opera tour. Terramilos from Sacramento was on, and, and Nick has a uh, <coughs> side project with the drummer of Godhead Silo. His name's Zach, and they call this thing Bygones, and that was a tune called Fool Evolved. He's pretty incredible. Another guy in his 20s. He can play like a motherfucker. He uses like, he's up there with Nels with like. Uh, all you know, the toys and gadgets. Toys, accoutrements. Before uh, Fool Evolved, had the Atomic Sherpas with Blue Jack Shuffle. Atomic Sherpas, Vince Maroney from uh, a pair of pliers I had with him and Tom Watson. And he was also part of the crew of Flying Saucer with Nels Klein, Michael Poison. And then we started off with Fatso Jensen doing Jolting Tales of Tension. Fatso Jensen, Mario Lala, his brother too, uh, last week, two days before my birthday. But got to play with them at, uh, in Sierra Madre where Mario oh, right, runs dude. a Cafe 322. Yeah. And it was very nice. Man, there was a weird movie they were playing behind us where we were doing a gig called Forbidden Zone. You know about this movie? Oh, one like, uh, yeah. I've, like I've, Danny Elfman, and his, <laughs> he's the little devil guy, and his brother did it, and it's the most weird, made in the early 80s. Huh. I need to check it the out. only paid guy was the, what's his name? The Mr. Oh, Rourke's Tattoo. Mouse. Tattoo. Yeah. Irv. Irv. Irv Villachez. Yeah, I told you about how he spent his, his money. He made a little people in. Yeah, yeah. So if you were a little person, you could go. Everything was little. Chairs, the pads were yeah. all little. And if you were a little person, you could go stay at this like resort. I think it was in Hawaii for free. It was totally for free. They were called the Stay Free Mini Pads. Nice. <laughs> hey, Boom. Come on, where's that red shot, that Nick? Was, was part of? Wait, what show? It was called Fantasy Island. It might be before your time. It was in the 70s, and it was some lame-ass shit about... Yeah, it took off here in Pedro. This right. guy, Ricardo Monobon, played a character named... Um, Mr. Rourke. Mr. Rourke, and he would be the wish granter. And what it was was that the 
what the people wanted, they thought they wanted, actually turn up, bitch slapped him to teach him a lesson about what right. the fuck's up. Yeah, my brother's, my, my buddy's uh, brother was Isaac. Oh, bartender, wow. yeah. And he was kind of like the bartender. Yeah, Ted Lange. No, I thought that was Love Boat. That's Love Boat. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry, wrong. Same, kind of same, same time period. And same, I think it's... No, no, I think same. I think it's Aaron Spelling. They're, they're both his... Yeah, yeah it's the same project. formula. You could tell... My bad. Little Midget was named Tattoo, and yeah. he'd always announce the arrival of the new guest. Yeah. Small, small person. They, they and come that's in. for a village yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what kind of... What was his favorite M&M's? The plane. The plane. The plane. <laughs> oh, God. Another rim shot, Nick. Come on, man. <laughs> but, yeah. He'd announce the plane coming in. The plane, boss. The plane. Yeah. What was his name? Anybody? Her, time. Her Yeah, he already said I used said, to see him at the oh, Playboy okay. Club all the time. He was in a James Bond movie, too. Let's play some music <laughs> before the trivia drowns us. Yeah.
Watch for Pedro Show. Uh, last bunch of music. Uh, we just heard Dope Fish by Weird Machine. Before that was Freak by Twee. And uh, C-R-H-N. I think Twee, uh, Twee is T-W-E. Twee? Because they're French, man. Maybe you say Twee. And Weird, weird Machine's kind of mysterious. I think they're from the U.S. So. Uh, the... Uh, before the Tway, we heard uh, C R H N, uh, which is by Marat Gook, and this is a cat oh. in Turkey. Oh. And we started off with a Crack of Dawn by Hard, and I think that's SoCal. <laughs> and uh, he's, he's, he's having to use a drum machine. His drummer died. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so he's using a drum machine. He keeps going, making the music. And uh, Have you ever used a drum machine yet? Um. My old guitar player did. He had it, like, downloaded on his pedal. Have you, have you ever used a drum machine, Nick? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> so what kind of kit do you But you're, you're, you're hip to pewters. Yeah. You just don't make music with uh, I'm no. kind of like that, too. Like Garage I, Band on Macs and stuff like you that? You use it to record, but you don't use yeah. it as an instrument. No. Like, because uh, some cats get into that, especially the keyboard guys. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, are, are you recording now? No, not really. I I used to though. But um, yeah, I have a Lud. My my set right now is a Ludwig uh, accent combo. It's black, and I think it. Let's see, let me see. It's like a four piece with the toms, and I have like a splash, two crashes, and a ride. My head. <laughs> a healthy kit. Yeah. <laughs> what about blisters on the hands? You ever get those? Um, I used to a lot. When I first started playing, because like they say, you don't get them as much when you play a lot. And like one time, I like. Didn't well, what happens? They get tougher. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't play for like a long time, and then yeah. I started to like get them a lot. So you're not gonna do that again. No. You keep playing. That's why I keep playing that whole. Same thing with my my fingers used to get so so blistered and cut up. Now, nothing. They're like a moccasins. You don't want them real rough because those pads break off. But you need some thickness. Yeah. Uh, I know a lot of drummers have a lot of pain and hurt from blisters. So you don't get them anymore. That's I got, great. One time I got this really bad pain, mm-hmm. and I had to, if I took it off for like one second, because yeah. I had to ice it, yeah. and if I took it off, it would hurt so bad. It was the worst pain in my Well, Nick, think about your hands, your fingers especially. This is where how you get your touch, all your sensitive stuff. Yeah. It was like right here. It's yeah. so bad. Sometimes it's just from the way you hold the sticks and stuff. Yeah. What I've learned, if something hurts, change. Yeah. To a yeah, kind that, of behavior where it don't hurt. Because yeah, as life comes on, it's going to change. Yeah. Uh, body is going to change, mm-hmm. believe it or not. Yeah. I, I'm so, uh, so glad about your music journey. It's so inspired by it. Yeah, very impressed. Yeah. It's really righteous. I was 13 when I met Dee Boone, and I started on my music thing. So kind of a little parallel. It's really good, and uh, you got a spirit that makes me feel that you really want to do it. Yeah. That's a great thing. I really admire that. It makes me want to try on it. Yeah, dig on the diverse uh, musical background and how you're digging deeper. Yeah, I'm trying to listen like everything. Yeah. Listen, and then also do. Yeah. Composing will come. I want to thank you so much for being on the show. Yeah. You're welcome. Thank you so much. <laughs> Skipper Jeff, thanks for coming by. Yes, definitely. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy to be here. Box Day. Box Day. Day. 
And Brother Matt, thank you for your always essential aid in the It's been the December 26, 2010 Watt from Pedro Show. Keep your powder dry. Yeah.